Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 202 of Manage the Wilds. I'm your host, Nick Madsen. Today has been a pretty good day. It's been pretty mellow for me. Um, but I did go to the gas station today, and I had a little sticker shock. I bought a 20-ounce drink, Diet Dr. Pepper, and a candy bar. And I walked out of the store at 6 bucks. What the heck? Like, why has it got to cost so much? You can go to McDonald's, get a, a sausage McMuffin for a dollar. 29 or a dollar 59 and you can get two and the second one's a dollar why am i walking out of a gas station with two things for six bucks don't even talk about the loan that we have to take out uh when you fill your truck up or jeep up or whatever it's just ridiculous but it got me thinking what is the cost of tags are the costs of tags to hunt wildlife too high and at what point are we no longer caring about the average person being able to hunt? And we have just decided that it's all about the dinero. So I pulled up the Utah Division of Wildlife. Let's scroll down until we find the prices because it is insane. Maybe we're not going to come across prices. I probably already passed it. Sure enough, I did. Okay, here we go. All right. Just deer permits is what we're looking at. General deer, $40 for a resident, $398 for a non-resident. CWMU, it's kind of like a limited entry. It's $40.398. Now we get to the limited entry. Limited entry, $80 and $650 for a non-resident. Multi-season limited entry, $1,100. Multi-season premium limited entry, $1,300. That's not even the worst of it. Look at elk, multi-season limited entry, $1,800 for a non-resident. It gets even better. Let's go over here. These are once in a lifetime in the state of Utah. Desert bighorn sheep, $2,200. Rocky Mountain bighorn, $2,200 for a non-resident. Oh, it can't get worse, can it? Yes, it can. Bison on Antelope Island, which is basically a high-fenced operation, but Bison on Antelope Island is $2,615. And, uh, $2, and you're basically, you're on an island, and it's, it seems to me like a high-fenced operation because it's got big city all around it, and it's an island out in the middle of the Great Salt Lake that's now gone dry. And these bison can't go anywhere, so you just drive on the island and shoot one. So now you are paying $2,600 if you draw that tag. You're also paying for a non-resident for a bull moose, $2,200. At what point is this just like out of reach of the normal person and the prices have gone high? We can even look up Idaho, Montana. I mean, they're all going up. I'm just more comfortable talking about the state of Utah just because I've seen the prices go up from when I was a kid until now. And they're just continuing to climb. It's inflation. I understand that all wildlife have a cost. But at what point 
are they no longer accessible? Isn't that the purpose of the North American model? And the reason why we do things is to keep it accessible for the common person. We talk about uh, hunting that's going on on private property. Uh, I know of individuals who will pay between $500 to access property up to uh, a guy paid $15,000. And one of these once-in-a-lifetime species, access to private property that you don't have access to goes up even higher. There's a, a gentleman who had a, a moose tag and he paid almost six figures for just access. He's already got the tag, but he paid almost six figures to harvest a moose. These prices are just ridiculous. And at what point are they just no longer accessible? That's the challenge. I sat in some meetings in a, uh, a state was uh, offering a new uh, hunt for a species and they had to determine the tag price. And so I was sitting in the meeting and they said, here are 10 states and they're very similar to Utah and this is what they are offering for that species. And the prices varied from uh, $8 for uh, a permit to hunt that species all the way up to 21 or $22, something like that, if I can remember correctly. And that state uh, that I was sitting in the meeting with said, I think that we have more options and it's a better hunt than all those other states. So we're going to put our tag, our permit at $30. And so from what I've seen, and I've done some research that there's not a whole lot out there on how they are setting the costs of these permits. I think they're basing it off of what everybody else is doing and then just winging it after that. Kind of like uh, when you're bringing in a quarterback for your football team. Uh, we want him to feel like he's the best, so we're going to charge or we're going to offer him the most because we think he's the best. Then somebody else picks up a quarterback and says, well, I think ours is better than his, and this is what he's getting paid, so this is what we're going to do. And that's kind of the way it is. There's no real um, – process to setting these price tags and they just look at how limited they are and how much people are willing to pay and then can we push that line just a little bit further this is the challenge there are two sides of wildlife there is the political side on the right hand and on the left hand you have the biological side those guys care about taking care of the animals making sure that you have a good quality herd and that they are growing and they're not causing problems. The other side, the political side, they look at how much can we gain from this. They're the money side. That's the side that my dad hates. That's the side that people talk about. Oh, you're just giving out 100,000 tags because you know you can get more money. That's that side. And so there's, there's challenges when you have a political side and a biological side, and they are all within the same. Those higher-ups, uh, those in the upper office, they're the ones who are telling these guys how to make some of their decisions based upon what their numbers are. And they're the ones setting the price tags. The other challenge you got is the political side of things. Those guys are also working with your wildlife commissions, your wildlife boards, and they're the ones who are being political together, kind of steering the direction that wildlife is going, whether you like it or not. It's going to be those in the upper office 
who are constantly actively talking with those who are in those wildlife commissions because both are being appointed. One is being appointed by the governor in the wildlife side, but then also your big game wildlife boards, your commissioners, they're, again, picked out of the governor's office. And so everything just becomes political. And that's the challenge. And I don't see the prices of anything ever coming down. Well, let's say all of a sudden you just doubled the number of, let's say, mule deer. Not going to happen because we're losing so much habitat. But let's say you just doubled the number of deer in Utah. They're not going to automatically bring those prices down. Those prices are set. If anything, they're going to raise them because now there's more of them. And they're going to raise that because they know people will pay. And that's the challenge of these prices. So that's all I got for today. I hope you guys have a great day. Hopefully this system works out. We'll see how everything goes. Have a great day. Stay wild.